1: Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm
2: Matt Bassford. Doug Parker is on assignment in Belize on this show. Oh, we always love having her. From the Family Travel Network, Nancy Shredder. Also, Simon Duvall from simontravels.net will give us his latest review of NCL's Pearl out of Miami. But first, Stuart Shuron, the cruise guy. Hey, Matt. Want to get into the Bermuda reductions? The uh, mayor of Hamilton, Bermuda, claims the failure to keep its cruise ship infrastructure current uh, has led to some cuts.
1: Well, that's, I mean, he's actually, this is the first time that a Bermuda official is actually kind of getting the point. Uh, with the reductions in ships that have to do a lot with, you know, overall passenger dissatisfaction, the low ratings that the cruise ship passengers are are giving the cruise lines. But, uh, you know, Bermuda blames it on, you know, the fact that the, the cruise lines can't uh, gamble while they're in port, which up until all these years has never been an issue. Um, it, it, it just has a lot to do with the, you know, the passenger experience and the difficulty uh, that ships have in maneuvering around uh, bermuda
2: all right ncl has revamped their passenger program what are the changes
1: well the, the latitudes program uh instead of basing their uh credits like you know your your past passenger benefits based on uh the number of sailings they're going to begin basing it on the number of days that you sail with them so you know someone that may sail on it for three days doesn't get the same uh type of benefits and points that someone that may sail on it for 10 to 14 nights um but uh what's interesting is that, that that's great that you're going to provide these elite, um, you know, people, uh, you know, certain rewards or levels. But I think what they're missing is the beef. And, you know, today I still think uh, Princess and Royal Caribbean still have by far the best pass passenger benefits. I mean, when you're talking about complimentary Internet time, um, you know, you get to their, you know, the very elite statuses. You could have free laundry, um, there, you know, discounts on board, discounts on upcoming sailings. NCL. The only carrot that I can really kind of see here is they've got some onboard perks um, that may include chocolate-covered strawberries, (laughs) um, ship pins, and nightly (laughs) treats and discounts and packages and their photo gallery. Sure. Yeah, I think it's uh, like I said. I think it's uh, kind of missing the beef.
2: All right. Speaking of beef. New dining packages are being offered by Royal Caribbean. Which ships, how much, and what's the deal?
1: Well, right now it's going to be on the Oasis-class ships, Oasis and Allure of the Seas, as well as the recently and ongoing um, revitalized ships, uh, Radiance of the Seas and Splendor of the Seas. And what they're going to be able to do is they have these different packages. So instead of spending, let's say you wanted to eat in certain restaurants, they range anywhere from $20 to $95 Per person. So what you can do is they've got a $65 package that includes um, a night at Giovanni's Table, which is Italian, 150 Central Park, and Chop's Grill, the steakhouse, um, for $65. So it's about you know the, the discounts uh, are a minimum of 25 percent, and uh, it goes through uh, you know some of their more upscale restaurants, including the uh, the chef's table, and uh, it's it's a nice thing. But uh, the good the good news is more people are wanting to experience all these dining restaurants. Some people are stating, hey, you know, the prices individually can kind of be expensive. So to get more people to experience them, they're going to be offering at least a 25% discount.
2: All right. Recently, Celebrity Cruises has what they call solsticized their infinity from the Millennium class there. I assume this means they're making it more like the solstice class. Well,
1: what, they, what they're what they doing is, and a lot of the cruise lines, Matt, are doing this. They're spending millions of dollars refurbishing their ships and making significant uh, changes to the the structures. And in this case, what Celebrity is doing, like they did with Constellation, they're now doing with, um, they just did with it, Infinity, and it just it just uh, you know returned to Florida before it headed to South America. What they're doing is they're making um, changes, structural changes, that are reminiscent of what is being found on the current uh, four Solstice-class ships. So they took uh, a third of the main dining room, cut it in half, and actually created a separate restaurant, and they called it blue, and you'll know that the blue is reserved for uh, passengers sailing in the Aqua class. Uh, they've also added uh, Cuisine, which is probably one of the absolute best dining uh, experiences you'll find on a cruise ship, besides you know what they've got on Silhouette with the uh, the Long Club Grill. Um, and they, they took other areas that may not have been used uh, as as frequently as they like. They took uh, they brought on um, uh, Cafe albaccio which is like the you know the coffee bar where you can get your coffees and some danish and pastries and stuff, and they combined several rooms. There's actually more seating area uh, in Cafe Hibachi than what you'll find on the uh, four current Solstice-class ships. Um, they actually, you know, the back, uh, on one of the back decks, uh, it was just really kind of just deck space. What they actually did is they, started build, they built cabins on, on both sides of the ship, so there's a whole uh, category uh, of uh, you know, cabins, uh, balcony and inside, that, that they put back there that are just brand spanking new. Um, so essentially what they're doing is they're, they're making it reminiscent to what uh, the Solstice class ships have and uh, bringing it to the Millennium class, which is going to make a significant difference and help them charge uh, you know, the passengers more money but provide them with a much upgraded experience. All right, with
2: the holidays upon us, Stuart, do cruises make great presents? You
1: know, it's, a, it's an interesting question. I mean, think about it. You can, you're going to go on vacation next year. So how great would it be to go ahead and use your vacation as a Christmas present? You could you know, turn around, you could book the cruise, you could put it in an envelope and you could, uh, or put it in a nice box and say, "Hey, we're going on a cruise and uh, Merry Christmas." So uh, yeah, they they are. And look, there's no lines. Um, you know, I guess in a way they kind of have a layaway because at this point, all you have to, you know, for certain cruises, uh, you can just put down a deposit. So uh, it's it's perfect for the gift for uh, for the holidays. Excellent
2: and happy holidays to you, Stuart.
1: You too, and uh, to our good friend Doug Parker, wherever he may be.
3: Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Or
1: how about a
0: breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska?
3: Or how about the Mexican Riviera?
0: Or Cancun? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise Cruise around around the whole?
4: On your way Cruise One Number one in
0: cruising nationwide
2: cruise one. cruise one Yeah, Cruise One Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide Ready to help you plan your dream cruise And speaking with a local Cruise One expert Is as easy as calling toll free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one That's 1-800-CRUISE-ONE Or find us online at One.com. Number one in Cruise. each week we give you porthole cruise magazine's pick of the week the december issue of porthole cruise magazine features a guide to some of the best food and drink in mexico if you haven't read it yet here's just one example in cozumel head to coconuts bar and grill located on a small cliff in the jungle on the east side of the island after you find the entrance sign Make your way up the stone steps to the bar, where you'll be rewarded with amazing views of the turquoise waters below, as well as abundant wildlife sightings of iguanas and exotic birds. With its classic beach bar atmosphere and a menu that includes ceviche, fajitas, and shrimp dishes, Coconuts is a great place to spend some time in Cozumel. The views alone are worth a trek up from the beach. I think delighted is really the only word to describe how we always feel when we have Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network on Cruise <laughs> Radio. Welcome back.
3: Oh, thank you so much. You're so great.
2: I want to talk about Falmouth. Yeah. Uh, what is the status of the port and what's there now?
3: Well, you know, I visited the port of Falmouth a few weeks ago and actually was really pretty impressed with what I saw. The port's a 221 million, million joint undertaking by... Both at Royal Caribbean and the Jamaican Port Authority. So it's really a massive project. Um, and by now, the first phase is pretty much complete. So the infrastructure is all up and fully functioning. So you've got the retail and food vendors moved into their spaces in the port. They're the usual jewelry stores like Diamond International, all uh, the, ju- the duly free shops that are always there, and Del Sol. But there are also some other interesting stores and local vendors selling crafts and and other unique items. And it's fun to watch the live entertainment throughout the day as well. Um, And for me, it's also great to see Scotchie's Jerk and Appleton Rum and Red Stripe Beer selling their wares. So if you go, don't miss having a Red Stripe and some Jerk Chicken or patties while you're there.
4: Is there a police presence there?
3: Uh, yeah, there is. There is? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's basically for safety and to get people around. Um, there's a police presence, you know, in in the the town as well. Um, so it's, it's definitely there. I've been visiting the, the area of Falmouth on and off for about 15 years. So for me, I'm personally really happy to see all the revitalization that's taking place in and around Falmouth. Uh, the town and the people really have so much to offer, and it's gone from you know, being fairly dilapidated to getting so much better. And it's, it's really important, I think, for people to, who go there to remember this is a work in progress. Um, you know, they're, they're not all the Internet cafes and car rental places that you might want or be used to, but all that's going to take time. And I really think that the port has a very vibrant future as long as everybody works together.
4: Let's talk about shore excursions. You're heading to Falmouth, Jamaica via ship. What is there to do?
3: I don't know if you did this, but climbing up Duns River Falls is one of those sort of iconic shore excursion experiences oh, yeah. in the Caribbean. Um, it's kind of like cave tubing in Belize.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I've c- climbed Duns River Falls two or three times with my kids, and, and we really had a blast. Everyone forms this sort of human chain, and you snake up the falls, all holding hands, <laughs> and you're all helping each other out as you go. And one of the things I love about Duns River Falls is it can be combined with some of the other favorites, like cool zip lining through the rainforest, or kayaking, or tubing. Um, and if you're going to Jamaica, another unique and romantic attraction um, is river rafting down the Martha Bray. And this rafting excursion was started uh, about 30 years ago outside of Falmouth, and has been done by people like Spike Lee, Chuck Norris, and even Queen Elizabeth II. Um, Guests take, yeah, yeah. take a yeah, yeah. Guests take a three-mile journey down the river on these 30-foot-long long. long Bamboo rafts that are all pieced together. The rafts are built for two. You're piloted by a local guide who kind of pulls your way down the river. So it's very romantic and nice. It's even fun for families, though, too. Um, and there's even time for a swim in the river, which is really great. And speaking of swims, there's another popular excursion in Jamaica called Chucka Caribbean's Horseback Ride and Swim where guests get to ride their horses and then take them into the sea for a swim. And actually, a lot of magazines send models down there to do photo shoots for this particular excursion. It's so unique and photogenic. But if horseback rides aren't your thing, you could do a Jamaican dog sled ride or even take a camel riding safari at Prospect Plantation. If you're feeling the need for speed, which I often do, don't miss the Jamaican bobsled run at Mystic uh, Mountain. It's a really cool bobsled run that's one of the area's hottest attractions, and you just send, just go hurtling down the mountain at breakneck speed. And I absolutely love it. Um, the other thing I adore is the zipline canopy tours in the area. They they really set your heart racing as well. Um, I, I'm a zipline fanatic, and there's some really great ones to choose from in Jamaica. I think. Personally, Chucka's Flight of the White Witch is probably one of the most extreme. So if you're really in for sort of major adrenaline Russian thrills, that's, that's a good one to choose. Right now, I think one of Jamaica's most popular attractions is the Dolphins at Dolphin Cove. Uh, For those people who have your heart set on doing a dolphin experience or swim in the Caribbean, I think this is definitely one of the best based on the types of things that you get to do. Uh, We did this a few weeks ago with our group, and most of the people said it was one of the highlights of their trip to Jamaica.
4: What are some of the good beaches in Falmouth or maybe some resorts that offer day passes?
3: Well, you know, resort day passes are always really popular with cruise passengers, I think primarily because it's really a hassle-free way to enjoy the beach with all the food and all the drinks that you want. Um, You know, the ship sells uh, day passes to places like Breeze's Trelawney and Iberostar Rose Hall and Negril Breeze's Grand Resort. But for those who prefer independent tours, maybe you got there and you, you know, you didn't set up something. The Hilton Rose Hall offers day passes for $75 for adults and $50 for kids without transportation. Breeze's Trelawney also offers day passes for $60 without transportation. Taxis are available right at the pier. If you're somebody, though, who'd like to do that, but you really don't like the idea of, you know, hassling with trying to get a a cab, you can check out this site called JamaicaForADay.com. And Mm. that Site allows you to actually set up the, the resort uh, day pass, and they'll get you the um, the transportation back and forth. So they take care of everything for you. If you're somebody who's just looking for a beach, and there are certainly some great ones in the area that are popular with cruise passengers, you can get a taxi and go there or take a, a, a shuttle that goes. You can head for uh, Cornwall Beach or Doctor's Cave Beach in Montego Bay, and they're actually shuttle buses that leave the port at a cost of $10 one way, and then there's a $5 per person beach entry fee. Both of those particular beaches, and again, about 30 minutes away, both of those are closed to the uh, Mar- Margaritaville and the Montego Bay Hip Strip Shopping Center, which is basically uh, a road that has shops on either side. So if you want to do more than just hang out at the beach, that's not a bad alternative either.
2: Because of some perceptions of what passengers have heard and they're a little hesitant to get off the ship, do you have any uh, tips for the passengers visiting Falmouth?
3: Yeah. um, You know, personally, I can't ever imagine coming into Jamaica and not going outside the port area. I mean, for me, that would be a a big sadness because there's so much... To see and do. And, and for me personally, and, and I know I'm different, but interacting with the people of Jamaica has always been one of the highlights of my visit. Um, there's you know, beautiful beaches and incredible attractions there, but I've always found that the people really capture my heart. They're, they're really genuinely warm and welcoming, and I, I really love their spirit and soul but you really have to know who you are and, and what you like to experience. If you're a person who really gets turned off by seeing crowds of people swarming around the exit gate or being bothered by a vendor, that's just fine. Just don't let it turn you off to Jamaica. Know that about yourself and book one of the shore excursions in advance. If you do that, You'll be met by a tour operator who will take great care of you. You'll have a wonderful chance to see a side of Jamaica that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to experience otherwise. And I think you'll really enjoy it. If you're somebody who, you know, is is thinking, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, just too scary, then book something like the, the a Captain Hook adventure that sails right from inside of the port. You never have to leave, but you'll get out. You'll have a lot of fun. You'll see Jamaica from the outside, and you'll really be able to do some cool things. If you're a traveler who loves to experience life and interact with people, though, then plunge right into Falmouth in Jamaica. Book a ship's shore excursion or, personally, alternatively, do some research in advance and put together your own independent tour of what you want to see and do. You know, stroll along the seven-mile beach at Negril, eat some patties, roll, a, you know, ride a course into the surf, climb a waterfall kiss your sweetheart on a bamboo raft while you're there, buy a few souvenirs and spend some time interacting with the Jamaican people. I've I really found they're both rich in heart and soul, and I think you'll see that on the sail away. You know, that when you're out there, that's one of the things definitely don't miss. When you're, when you're doing the sail away from Jamaica, get out on the deck dockside and watch as the ship pulls away, and you'll see live reggae bands playing, costume groups, and entertainers performing, and everybody will be waving to you on the ship, and it's, it's that way, this sort of a way of saying thank you for coming and being part of jamaica for a day
2: she's with the family travel network she is nancy shredder thank you my dear as always
3: thank you so much
2: this is
1: cruise radio
2: for over 42 years park west gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art here's what actual customers are saying
3: i've been collecting with park west five six years now
2: Hey, I'm Matt Bassford here with Doug Parker. We want to talk to you about TripInsurance.com. They are the low-cost leader in travel insurance.
4: The folks at TripInsurance.com have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Now, we know you're going to shop around on other websites, but one thing is
2: for certain. When you go to TripInsurance.com, you are sure to save up to 40% or more.
4: And with TripInsurance.com, you're not just stuck with one type of travel insurance. They have three different types, good better or best, one to fit every budget. And of course, we all love
2: and need to talk to an actual person. That's what you get with TripInsurance.com, 24-7 telephone support, just to show you how committed they are to you, the customer. And you can file claims online right on the website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. That's TripInsurance.com. From simontravels.net, we have Simon Duvall. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Now, you took a seven-night Western Caribbean cruise aboard the Norwegian Pearl out of Miami. Tell us about embarkation.
0: It wasn't bad. It wasn't the most efficient I've experienced, but it wasn't, wasn't too, too bad. Uh, lines were too bad. I uh, did have to wait about an hour hour to board the ship, which was unusual. Usually, once you're through, i just used to walking on or a brief, brief wait. But other than that, it wasn't, wasn't bad.
4: Why did you have to wait so long?
0: it hadn't hadn't been cleared yet oh, it was okay. it was unusual oh, okay. got there just a little before noon, and usually it's you know once you get through around noon between noon twelve thirty just walk on and it i sit sit there for an hour it was it was
4: puzzling interesting so you walk on to the Norwegian pearl after waiting. What was your first impressions
0: it was nice it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful ship i mean the atrium's only two stories it's not as grand as some of the others, but it's it's functional It's... It's nice. It's a it's a nice, beautiful ship.
4: So Norwegian Cruise Lines is known for their freestyle dining, and uh, some people love it, some people hate it. What do you think?
0: I loved it, and you have to experience some of the specialty restaurants to really experience the cruise. It's you know, if you're just eating in the main dining room or buffet, you're not experiencing what makes Norwegian different, which is the specialty restaurant. So you have to budget, you know, fifty or seventy five dollars a person to to experience that.
2: How was the food?
0: In the main dining group, it was about average, not as good as I've had on Cunard or Princess. In the buffet, it was actually a step above both Cunard and Princess, I, I thought. And in the specialty restaurants, I did uh, teppanyaki twice. That was an incredible experience, well worth the $25. Did
2: you see any of the shows?
0: Yes, I saw every show. The entertainment was absolutely spectacular. Cool. Every every show that I saw was great. The comedians were great. The Second City Improv was great. The production shows were great. Every single entertainment experience I had was incredible.
2: What ports did you hit and what stood out as a favorite?
0: We were supposed to hit uh, Great Stirrup Cay, the private island, but there was uh, rain and flooding. It had been raining for three days, so the island... Island was closed, and the seas were too rough to get there, so that was a missed port. We did go to Ocho Rios, Jamaica. That was interesting. My first time in Jamaica, I uh, went to Dunn's River Falls. Didn't climb, though. I was a little, little too much of a chicken for that. Mm-hmm. Took a lot of pictures, just walked around on the beach and uh, climbed the stairs up and watched, watched the rest of the group. That was, that was interesting. And also in Jamaica, I went to the Green Grotto Cave. Which used to be an night, underground nightclub, which was really, really interesting, and did that tour. That was nice. Grand Cayman was really nice. I, I fell in love with Grand Cayman. Did the turtle sanctuary there, and actually, it's a turtle farm, not so much a sanctuary, although they do have preservation. And I also went to hell on Grand Cayman. People have been telling me to go to hell for years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I did.
4: Did you get the postcard or a picture at least?
0: I got a picture. Okay, yes. good. Oh, Cousin I uh, Just. Uh, stayed around the shopping area at the pier in Cozumel, uh, had a couple beers at uh, Senior Frogs and lunch there. Just did a little shopping, otherwise just stayed on the ship. It was a nice, relaxing
4: day. Cool. Now, a lot of people think that the Norwegian Cruise Line rooms are, uh, well, kind of small. What were your impressions of them?
0: It was fine for one person. I was sailing alone. My only complaint with the stateroom is the lack of counter space. There was no counter space whatsoever. One small little desk and a really small table. And that, that was it. I, I like a lot of counter space, you know, to spread out, have my computer, get some work done. And there just really wasn't wasn't counter space.
2: All right. Out of Fort Lauderdale, Simon Duvall, thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. A quick and easy way to listen to our show, just go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Stitcher Radio icon, and stay abreast of all the very latest cruise news. Again, go to cruiseradio.net. You'll see it all right there on the homepage, and you can get instant email updates. Just fill out your email address right in the upper right-hand corner. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, and on behalf of Doug Parker in Belize, this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer!